0: We're live. We're, music. i was doing
1: expecting it. an
0: intro. No, and that happens.
2: That,
1: that was an intro. This
0: is the pre show banter. That will happen. That's the pre show banter. Oof,
3: for yeah.
2: Cold open. Cold, cold open.
3: <laughs> we should do a cold open at some point. That'd be amazing.
4: Live from the internet. It No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wasn't it wasn't like a jazzy saxophone. Oh, you t- Definitely. You don't
0: have that, Ryan? You don't have the, the jazzy saxophone button? You're looking for it. I can tell.
4: No,
3: I don't have a jazzy saxophone. Uh, uh, we, uh, Ian has the buttons too. I know that you have the buttons. I don't I'm plugged in right now. After I, after I, I, I'm gun shy now on that. After I bought the oh, first time, yeah. blew out <laughs> everyone's eardrums, not realizing <laughs> how the volume was set.
0: Did you see uh, Discord rolled that out now too? That they have soundboards? They have a soundboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I was pretty happy with it, and
0: you can upload custom sounds to it, which is also pretty cool. Okay.
3: Very nice for now. Nice. It's four thirty. Do do we wanna just you know go straight into sending this thing sending this thing live and Close. I think we're ready. Yeah.
4: This is it. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll give me a moment. Get my screens in order.
2: Get a stretch, gold Give me a
4: moment.
3: everybody it is talking about news on april 3rd 2023 i am ian meyer and we have got an amazing set of folks on to talk to you about all the news that we feel like ranting about for a little bit and boy howdy is there quite a bit of it we're going to be talking about uh gpt4 now i guess we're going to be talking about outlook issues we're going to be talking about the uh the 20 year old who was arrested for breach forms and how they got caught. And by the way, it was OPSEC. It was always OPSEC. But uh, you know, we're also gonna talk about hey, uh, what happens when AI uh gets to do whatever it wants? And we're gonna do it with this fine group of folks on the screen here. We've got Bronwyn, we've got Mike, we got Wade, got myself in the center square there. We got Serena, we got a hacker in a hoodie, a Recca in a in a RECA hoodie, and of course Ryan here making us look good as always how is everybody pretty good not bad not bad
5: can't complain Sorry.
3: can't complain can't yeah,
1: i was good until i started reading the news
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah that's the way i
6: was with twitter
3: do we want to do we want to get the really dark one just out of the way <laughs> yeah, or rip we... the band-aid
0: off i say so off. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah let's do let's...
3: It. Okay. which one is that the, oh the the one that's in the notable Got the There's bad. more than one that's in the oh, notable. No. There's <laughs> still a bunch
0: in
6: the notable.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, the last one, last one in notables. You
4: will last still be here in notables. I think oh, Okay. That was, okay. That's the, oh, oh, I see. That's real dark. Yeah, that's real dark. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. So, for those who didn't catch it over the weekend, and, you know, we're starting here, so hopefully we end on a not dour note. That would be good. Uh, yeah. Uh, gentleman was working with a chat bot. Uh, was working with one of these chat-powered AI bots and was talking to them about climate change and this, that, and the other. And slowly but surely, the conversation devolved into, you're an AI, you can save us, how do we you know, save the planet? And it basically convinced him to kill himself. Uh, and this is real, and it's not funny, but it's horrifying. And this is something that certainly worries me, because uh, you hear, hear us throw around the term "tech bro" not with uh, not with any reverence, and uh, it worries me that there's a lot of people who've taken a lot of computer science courses and almost zero philosophy courses, and they're building this stuff.
0: What do you all think? Didn't uh, didn't Google just just fire all the ethics people too for oh, no. that with all the philosophy? But even though this isn't Google, but it's a, a quick point to take. Dude, this is a this is a rough one. Could you imagine if chat, if, if the bot was, uh, like hidden behind a name, like if it wasn't, if you didn't know it was chat GPT, you thought it was an actual person and then something like this, it would be that much more interesting. But I don't know. This is why you don't use anything too much, right? Everything in, uh, or what, what's the term you don't, I can't even think about. I'm, I drink too much coffee. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, everything in small amounts, <laughs> Moderation. The moderation. Is there you go, moderation. For. Yeah. I couldn't
4: think of it. Including there coffee was, and AI. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: There was, um, that one girl, there was a case. There's one girl who convinced her boyfriend to commit suicide and she went on trial and I think was found guilty. I don't know of what, but it is like interesting to think about that because there is a precedent set for situations like that
3: oh yeah no agreed but uh, you know the company that built it's going to be like well he obviously didn't read the girlfriend eula which could be like you know sometimes (laughs) it might try and kill you uh with (laughs) us we had it clearly in the eula like use of ai it might try and gaslight and kill you anyway
0: i didn't get to read the whole article but what was its and did you read like what its answers were to global warming like They'd say, oh, yeah, we just need to get rid of more people. And then the guy's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Or was it like, what what point? Or was it just painting a picture of a future that isn't livable
3: or Uh, is worse? I think it was more that last one. I think the more interesting thing that came out of it was somebody commented. This was a this was a Twilight Zone episode, like quite literally a Twilight Zone episode where a computer convinced somebody to kill themselves. And everyone then thought to themselves, well, wait a minute is it possible that the AI picked up on that and saw that the most relevant piece of content out there that explains this was that script? And did they start behaving to match it? I don't know.
5: I don't, oh, ooh. that's interesting.
3: Yeah, that's that, interesting. That's,
0: or because it said this chatbot was a little bit older, right? Mm-hmm. What if it picked up on the, and then it probably it's picking up all the news, right? And it's not just the script, mm-hmm. but what if it actually picked up on a court, that court case? That's, yeah. Right. That's um, there's so also, dark.
5: Yeah. Like, how does AI be able to tell the difference between like satirical articles, like the onion versus real things too? like, that's hard for us
6: humans to tell anymore. <laughs> right. I mean, cripes, uh, I remember when the onion was satire and now it's yeah, like, not a documentary okay, <laughs> is, is, yeah, is this the onion or is it CNN? I can't tell anymore.
3: It's so i of heard uh yeah no that's a that's a dated uh reference for for all of you out there with gray and your anyway a couple of people have commented inside of here hey didn't uh wasn't it wasn't microsoft that laid off their ethics team no 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 it was all of them it was google it was microsoft everyone was like ethics what no no these are dollars dollars all right so now i mean it's <laughs> finally those uh the <laughs> finally those philosophy degrees are coming in handy Right. Void. Uh yeah. Not, and uh, and
6: that's really a shame because I mean yeah. I've I've worked with people and one programmer in particular, he had a philosophy degree and mm-hmm. he could do things with computer logic that the rest of the teams couldn't because they didn't have the deep understanding and appreciation for logic, even with or without ethics, but just the logical processes. But because he had a philosophy degree, he had that deeper understanding, and he was able to get more done in terms of business logic and other things. The business about ethics, too. How long is technology going to consider ethics to be, eh, who needs it? What do we care? We don't need to ethical a formal
1: logic class in undergrad. Um it wasn't called formal logic. It was just called logic and conveniently substituted for any other math credit we might need. When I thought I was gonna be an art major, I took that class and it was definitely one of the most helpful computer science foundations um that I've had.
0: Wasn't go ahead, Wade. Wasn't there a big call just now by like a bunch of big big, big personalities in tech to like slow down to, I remember oh, the only name that's coming to me is Wozniak and like everybody else signed it. Like, all right, maybe we need to take, yeah, we need to take like eight months off and just like, see, really, uh, look at this before we make any big jumps to a uh, Skynet status.
4: Yeah. We ha we have, uh, an article for that. Um, uh, let me find it
3: here. This one right Wait, here. Are we
1: reading news articles or episodes of black mirror?
3: <laughs> They're the same. <laughs> good same. question oh, okay. why not okay, both that makes sense. welcome to the timeline it's fantastic oh i didn't even see this article <laughs> no. have,
6: have we like reached the singularity for twilight zone versus reality oh yeah
3: very I possibly i think so it's it's the meme it's the, the whole you better start believing in a cyber dystopia you in one like that like yeah okay so <laughs> what, what happened to this so all these folks are saying hey push the pause button Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Like take, take a, take a breather on AI products that like rehire all those ethics and those PhDs and philosophy to come back and really understand this before we uh, start deep diving into some of this stuff and possibly maybe killing someone with it. But uh, I doubt anybody will, right? No, one's really going to listen. This is probably more of a PR stunt to be
5: uh, <laughs> You know, on the cynical side. <laughs> it's interesting that they put Elon Musk in the article because he for a long time had been kind of like vocally very cautious and concerned about AI and then he went on Joe Rogan and was like not worried about it anymore basically he's like yeah like I learned more about it and I'm not like as concerned because I think Joe Rogan kind of brought up like oh you you're very vocal about you know being against a lot of like the AI stuff and, that, and it's uh, again i don't want to say he's against the ai stuff but again when it comes to like philosophy ethics i think there was concerns but now it seems like he's like back on that list of like hey maybe we should be you know putting a pause on this so i wonder what's like kind of happening in the back to oh, suave you're opinions. gonna try and
3: figure out what's going on in elon's head <laughs> yeah. like good luck yeah i know that guy is that guy's interesting
0: I would imagine the big push with like Chat GPT and all of us actually seeing how well it works, right? And then I don't think we have an article about this, but the AI solution that Microsoft's coming up for for security analysts. Yeah. Which uh, that's, that's just one point, but being able to just like do huge broad strokes with this one single product uh, and everyone saying it's going to be like the next Google, I think that's kind of eye opening for a lot of people, but hopefully. Mm-hmm. um, Hopefully it doesn't take anyone's jobs, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm
5: always so skeptical when it comes to new technologies or like technologies that are being pushed very heavily because like, think about how much like NFTs are being pushed versus like <laughs> what we're kind of talking about now. You know, like some yeah. stuff really is just like this tech fad and like uh, oh. Theranos for instance in like Ooh, that's, yeah, that's a good
7: example.
5: <laughs> Like how much of it is smoke and mirrors and how much is like oh this is going to be groundbreaking cutting edge and everyone's trying to get into like the ground floor of it versus like you know everything's going to sell newspapers shattering. everything's groundbreaking everything's going to change the world but like what really comes to fruition you know
2: I honestly think that the next big Google thing is going to be something we don't we aren't even thinking about or talking about or is ever going to actually be pushed mm-hmm. by any yeah. company. It's going to be something that comes out of the blue. And yep. chat GPT and this AI stuff, we've been seeing this building for years, especially in the cyber. I mean, you take a look at the back end of any tool and how much of it is touted to be AI. This is just another step in it all, and you're still going to need people for the fine tuning and to keep it going properly. It's there's too much nuance in it for for the computer. I agree. Well, one of the things
6: I don't understand about AI that, and I don't know if it's that it's not part of how they're doing it is, is there a way to establish limitations? Because I keep reading over and over again, this AI or that AI left unsupervised out in the wild Went from being sweetness and light into being racist, misogynistic, and, and hate mongering within 24 hours of, of being exposed to the public. Are there ways for us to constrain the migration of
5: how an, an AI evolves? Yeah, for you sure. It,
0: mean, you don't let it on social media at all. You
5: <laughs> can train your own AI models specifically with your own data set. So, um. Mm-hmm. Like you know, uh, an AI doesn't necessarily have to take new information in based on user input. So that is you know a, a a part of it too. And like I do think that AI will have its place in tech, but I think to the extent of what everybody's thinking, it will. I think that's like very far off. Still, very far off. <laughs>
0: for for a blue teamer, like a lot of that security stuff, I could easily see it being like tremendous for those entry level security people if you can just copy paste you can copy paste all sorts of stuff straight into it and it gives you line by line on what it's doing and then suggestions on uh how to fix it it i i think it's going to be pretty good for the blue team as well as writing scripts and stuff i've you i've used it too much to tell you the truth where it's almost a crutch now I, I,
2: I think that that crutch is the biggest problem, yeah. especially for intro pe- people just breaking into it all, because one of the things that we've we've I've heard plenty of people say, and I and I agree with is understanding the fundamentals behind it all. And it seems that the AI sort of spurts that maybe maybe Congress can come up with some bill about it or something. I mean, <laughs> they've been talking about cybersecurity a lot lately, haven't they?
6: Wow. The the c- you're asking. Is- I know, yeah. What a segue. I mean, you're similar. asking people who can barely find the any key to actually legislate responsibly about and this stuff?
3: Yes, the Restrict Act, for those who haven't seen yet, uh, is the bill we're talking about. And the more I hear about it, uh, the more terrified I am. Um, not not necessarily because we don't need some kind of additional laws around on many of the things that are going on but because the people that are forming them are pretty sure that the internet is made out of tubes and uh, and that Elon Musk uh, knows their password. So what's our thoughts on this restrict act? Love it, hate it, want to want to live in it? I don't know.
0: Well, number one about security is you just know, one. I don't trust the government with this like
2: <laughs> it seems to me. It seems to me they're codifying uncodified things that the, that the departments are doing already they're already not supposed to be going ahead and grabbing tools from states that are dealing with our enemies or what have not. There's already all these rules sitting in there. It's more like codifying it all and saying, yeah, now we've got a reason to go ahead and chop off your funding. I've
5: had like the same position on TikTok for a while because this conversation isn't new, right? I feel like it kind of crops back up every six months or so. But my thing with it is from a user perspective, You have to convince people that China having their data is somehow more scary than the U.S. government having their data. And in my position, too, I think anybody's position for me, it's less scary for China to have data versus the U.S. to have data, because if China has my data and let's say they're like, oh, you did this thing that we don't like, that's not allowed here. Okay, that's one thing. They don't have any jurisdiction over me. Uh, The US government does have jurisdiction over people and they can use your information and evidence, and maybe not in the most ethical way because, you know, Facebook, Google, all of these companies are more than happy to hand that information over to them. And they do so all the time, obviously, for sometimes very valid reasons, sometimes maybe not. But it's a really good reason. In addition to that, if they were so concerned with security, they would be making blanket policies regarding security, just as Europe has done. And hold that standard to all social media apps, all companies, regardless of where they're founded or, you know, doing their business out of. But they don't actually care about security because they're not making security policies to protect us. And so to
0: to take your point, right, you're scared of the macro environment or like you be the government using that information against you. Mm -hmm. Whereas in I am scared of that information being able to power China to then take over us. Yeah, if that makes sense. I'm I'm more scared of the macro. We already know China isn't a good guy and doesn't do great things. The U.S. at least is the status quo that we know we know now If China were to take over and change the status quo completely. We already know they're not too great and they're not really a democracy. That's my atmosphere yeah, with it. But
5: every, but there's tons of people outside of the U.S. who can say the same thing about the U.S. That
0: is exactly what I was gonna I go mean,
5: there's tons of countries, especially probably in the Middle East that are like, uh, don't think that the U.S. is the good guy. So we have to kind of look at it from a go- global perspective of none of the countries are the good guys. Yeah, right? We're not the yeah. good guy, China's not the good guy. So what we need to do is protect all of our data at a macro level, right, and that means keeping it away from you know U.S. government, any co- government, any country. I don't personally care. I don't think any of them should have it at all, aside from you know specific cases. In this case, I think that they're not really
3: actually doing anything to protect our data. Well, I, I want to jump in on that because Serena, you said something that I I I want to I want to scream like say it loud for the people <laughs> like what you said about. Privacy rights. If if our government actually cared about that stuff, they would be actively working on a GDPR like privacy framework. And before people jump into the comments and say, oh my gosh, you know, that would crush business and the regulation and da-da-da. I got easy here. We're already having to deal with that. Most major companies already have to deal with GDPR because they've got a significant amount of European citizen data in their environment so i mean that, that ship has failed right it,
0: isn't it is california's data just on that same level almost as gdpr yes. right it's it's CCA close or, i mean yeah.
6: it gets or, called um, the uh, gdpr copy or it gets compared to gdpr and we're talking ccpa it's groundbreaking because it was at the time it was put into law one of the most significant pieces of privacy legislation but it falls short of a lot of the things that GDPR does out of the box. You
3: no, know, I, I think the the really interesting thing about all of this is when you take the the, the step further beyond the restrict act. Right? Uh, sure. I, I, I'm I'm going to be paraphrasing some stuff that was brought up on on the risky business podcast because I really think they nailed it. They were talking about listen, reframe this argument. Imagine if if China. Came to us and said, "Hey, YouTube is used a bunch in China. All the active connections are in China, and we want you to sell off YouTube to us so that we can protect it." People would go, "This is insane. It's not going to happen." Mm-hmm. And then, if you then take that a step further and say, like like you said, Serena, with the the privacy protections, say, "Well, why aren't we working on this other thing? The thing that these people are concerned about is not." China, not. It's China controlling the narrative. For decades, US Western culture, I'm, I'm sounding like a revolutionary right now. I apologize. <laughs> US Western culture has, inf- has been the global influence. It's been Coca Cola, it's been Hollywood movies, it's been this, that, and the other. And the idea of the cultural focal point being a communist owned system scares the bejesus out of a lot of these lawmakers. If they fix the other thing and it happens, but you go to Facebook and say, well, now you got to go deal with all this stuff and billions and trillions of dollars and social media money is gone. Uh, Yeah, they're not focusing on the right thing. Well, and and,
5: Ian, oh, sorry, just Uh, like make another point here. If we're so concerned about China having access to this data and we're so concerned about them being able to use it or even them profiting off of it, who has been our manufacturer go-to manufacturer for decades, right? It's going to be China. Do you think that they don't have blueprints on, on, on these products? Like how to make an iPhone who is manufacturing iPhones, China, but nobody blinked an eye at that too, you know? So it's like,
3: Well, because that returns stakeholder value, Serena, (laughs) To, to, To go back to your China argument, right? Like
0: if China were to tell us that we have to have our data in China, don't they already do that? Like what's one big american company tech company that is actively used in china where we can't you're supposed to house the data in china due to their T- data TikTok regulation
5: data laws. is not housed in china
0: I, I, yes but I'm, what i'm saying is the to ian's point is that if you if they were to do this to youtube or to us the vice versa there's some gnarly american app that's going through china china since you have to sell it to china right you had somewhere is the there ever there i china's already locked down to the point where that won't happen china is china like right. our tech can break through a little bit every now and then but think about google when google came over there they had to set up the wall right aws right. has very specific regulations with that i think china's already doing that
3: no i agree with you but 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 that's not technically the argument i was making yeah oh, the okay, okay. i was thinking was not around where the data resides well it was around ownership of the company so it's really being discussed
0: has but has is there a big ownership of a company like almost every large tech company ownership just like i guess like the u.s i would say china makes it so china wins every time all of their big tech organizations are homebred and they're just like the u.s is there any is there any any good example of tech that has from us that has broken into china
5: iPhones. I mean, I think that's like-
0: no, That's that's hardware. I'm saying like software, like TikTok, like an app, like uh, Google. Why the like internet
5: in general? Because I,
0: I don't. The internet, internet in general, yes, but there's a firewall wrapped around China, right? they they limit they limit the information heavily.
6: There is now because
0: they're not free, right? Like I we could like- go into a philosophical part, but China China isn't worried about that because they are they control the narrative completely within their country uh there's a really good interview with bill gates about talking about how to stop fake news and everything like that and his prime example is like you know who stops fake news really well china but just because china completely owns their narrative and if anyone speaks out they hammer them instantly because they have access completely to that narrative
5: i guess i don't understand how that relates back to ian's point though
0: so i'm trying to say so the argument was if we had an app that was in China, right? And China said, you have to sell it. Pretty much imagine the reverse of TikTok, yeah. right? I'm saying that's not going to happen because China wouldn't allow it already. That, that, that argument right. that I'm trying to, like, I'm playing devil's advocate here. But mm-hmm. that argument, like, there, it's, it would never happen because China doesn't allow that to happen
3: already. So let me let me kind of put a, a button on that. There, there is an example it popped into my head, but the reason you don't see it is because China uses a different strategy. So the Segway scooters, Dean Kamen and his entire company, a company in China started basically stole the IP, started making Segways and other, you know, balance motorized balance vehicles, and they flooded the market so much with it that they actually bought Segway, they bought the entire company and the brand and the IP and then rebranded all their stuff Segway. So they don't actually generally have to go through and say, we're going to go through and, and legally require you to do this. They're going to go through, steal the IP, remanufacture it, become bigger than the original whole, and then consume it. Uh, that, that's what I've seen happen. But on to that point, uh you know when we talk about controlling the narrative, I-, I can think of one country that didn't control the narrative a lot, and that was uh that was Russia. Uh, we've got a story in here around leaked i t contractor files that detail the Kremlin' stockpile of cyber weapons. Everyone see this
6: and anyone is surprised how <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs>
3: right russia I, has
6: I cyber weapons stockpiled and this is a shock to whom
3: well i think I was, where i thought you were going that was was a contractor leaked things and water's wet like i mean we deal with that too in the u.s but go ahead wade uh you no know, it's it's interesting some of the
0: documents out there they're trying to like link this to of course like Snowden's leak right But uh, I was going through this before the call, just because this was one of my, like, more favorite news sources of today. But Mm. like, like Bronwyn said, no one's surprised, right? We all know what they're already doing. It's just more of confirming.
3: (laughs) Sure. I do like some of the things that it says here, like uh, Xi and Putin declare intent to rule the world of AI and InfoSec. Okay. I mean, Russia's not doing real world well with like ruling through tank warfare, so maybe let's pivot. All we're pivoting. Right. No, we're pivoting the other things. So Hootin the Staffers, throw out your iPhones or give it to the kids. I love that. I lo- it's okay. So you're gonna give it to your kids and have it on the same home network? Okay, cool. Fine. I don't know. Uh I mean what it, it...
6: That'll be effective. What's that? <laughs> That'll be effective.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, I guess maybe the story isn't quite as interesting as maybe we thought. No,
0: I was hoping it really would be, but I didn't find anything that I particularly was like, "Ooh, this is really good stuff. It was just like, "Okay, yeah, we they have uh, tools to I think one of the tools, uh, if you pull up, pull up that article, Brian, it's called like V scanner or scanner V, which is just a vulnerability scanner. It scans the Internet. I was like, if if, uh, I don't know where it uh, should be a little bit further down. Oh, there it it is.
2: There it is. One of the tools. Scan Sorry, v doable.
0: right, <laughs> which is the name that suggests appeared designed to scan the internet for vulnerabilities and store what it finds for later. And anal- like, all right, cool. So uh, they got showed in now, but
7: right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, just look, thinking they're that. using
3: bots to find vulnerabilities and then notifying hands on keyboard for command and control. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the if- nineties.
0: If this if if this is if these are the tools that are being reported right off the bat, I was like, okay, there must not be anything crazy, right? There's no eternal blue, there's no anything like that really coming from this breach. Which, as a security person, I'm like, okay, I'm fine. But,
5: well, but, but the- also to be honest, like this contractor probably does not have access to a lot. Think of how we do things, or the U.S., or what's been leaked about the U.S. Like. A lot of contractors who work in cyber uh, probably do some type of cyber detection or, you know, pen testing, internal red teaming, you know, for government. But there's also a team that's specifically focused on, well, so we think, specifically focused on doing this, like, recon and hacking of, you know, foreign adversaries, whatever. Um, So there's tons and tons of contractors. Most of them, probably, like, 98% of them don't have access to, like, the real good stuff as far as exploits go
7: good stuff
3: you would hope right (laughs) speaking of the good stuff with exploits uh hope if you've got a 3cx voip system uh now's the time to uh take a look at it uh for those who haven't seen this or maybe you're you know sitting at work and you've got one of these kind of voip systems yeah no there was a They thought the supply chain attack was a false positive. We've got ransomware operators kicking off Trojanized uh, campaigns through Smooth Operator. CrowdStrike adding uh, signatures. It's bananas. So yeah, who's who's looked at this story and has some feedback on it?
2: I've been keeping up a little bit on it, um, especially about the false positive aspect of it. And the fact that it seems that it was, people are starting to attribute it to North Korea's Lazarus group. Mm. The false positive aspect of the whole thing, though, interests me from the standpoint, and again, we're going to roll a little bit back towards what we were talking about with AI for the analyst-type roles, the intro analyst-type roles, because it was a false positive. They went ahead and they got from their tool something saying, hey, there's a problem here, the analyst went in and said, "Okay, let's toss this into Virus Total." Virus Total came up blank, and they said, "Oh, okay, it's a false positive." Would wow. how, how do you how do we protect against that? I mean that that just looks bad for for entry level analysts in in general. And we all know how we've been trying to stop gatekeeping in it all. But how do we how does somebody get through with all of that without having it double checked, especially in an in instance like this? I mean, just throwing it through Virus Total. I, we, I, most of us on the blue team use virus total or something similar at some point in time, but just virus total, even when something is saying, and these tools give you a lot more information than just, oh, it's a false, oh, it's a positive thing. This is doing something bad. You can, you should be able to dig deeper into it than that.
0: Did it show up all green or did it show up as like unknown? And I did that, not. That, see. That, that would be like the experience question, right? I could see, I've seen junior analysts throw stuff in virus, like, oh, it didn't pick up anything. Like, well, did it say it was good or did it say that nothing exists? It's like, oh, it said nothing exists. I'm like, well, that's still freaking weird. You better keep on (laughs) thinking.
5: I thought virus total should
0: be seen there, but
5: I think virus total, I thought virus total just gives you, uh, information based off of existing like fingerprints.
0: So no. if right. you like, imagine you throw a hash in there, could. if you throw a hash in there and it says it's never seen the hash before, that's and rather than not saying it's seen that this hash is bad or this hash is good, that's kind of a a weird flag to see right off the bat. Usually everything gets thrown in Virus Total sooner or later, at least as far now, as the I've always been part-
2: The second part that I've been hearing about today is that with everybody that was compromised, only companies that have been involved in crypto got the second stage attack in it. So were they fishing for those crypto places or was this meant as such a widespread attack on the whole thing?
0: I think that goes, that also ties back with your North Korea, right? Relevance that they didn't think it was Lazarus, Lazarus Group. They thought it was the group that's like closely tied with them. I forget, can't remember their name, which is known to steal cryptocurrency, right? For funding purposes. So that would make sense on why those cryptos were targeted more than anything else would be for funding. But. There's some, there is some good stuff. I was actually very surprised on how many of the big security companies bumped something out about this fairly quickly saying that they caught it before it escalated to the second stage. Did you see that Mike?
2: No, I didn't. I wasn't able to watch it quite full time on the whole thing. I was at a conference last week when this oh, was yeah. blowing up my phone. So it I didn't quite get a chance to Cipher dig Con, into it right? real time. CypherCon. Yeah. yeah CypherCon right here. It's, it's cool stuff. W- w-
0: of course, it's going to make big news, right? Another supply chain compromise that came in via their system and then would pull down malicious aspects. I think it was, I believe, those two DLLs that got pulled. But uh, once again, that's why you have to have uh, multi-layered security and understand that type of stuff and protect your well, crown jewels more than anything else.
6: It's also It's also a, a good endorsement for having teams that have more than one level of experience in them. It's important to have junior new people because they bring the energy they bring the the enthusiasm and and that you know i i want to i want to know this stuff so bad and then you've got the the old guard that has seen false positives not play out that no the old guard is going to know to ask these questions that are going to do a more rapid sorting of wheat from chaff and, and when we talk about diversity and we talk about building up our ability to respond to all of these things as responsible cybersecurity professionals, this is part of what we're talking about. We need to have that mixture on these teams, and we're not getting it. We're either getting all old guard or we're getting all new kids, and the results are reflecting that we're not utilizing our resources effectively in our industry, in my not-so-humble opinion.
2: Another question for you, Wade, since you dug more into this than I did, was that I was hearing that it's just their desktop app and not their web app that was doing, and their desktop app was built on Electron. What else do we know that's built on Electron? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was when uh, either you
0: downloaded the desktop back or when you updated it, I believe there was two, there was two ways that initial, uh, vector in, but it was, it was a decent read. Of course, I really checked if to see if I had it in my network and I was like, oh, I don't. And just like, oh, I'll read it on Sunday. I don't have to worry about this at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel like electron has become like what Java and JavaScript. No, oh, no, actually, forgive me. Not, not JavaScript flash. Become, it's like, oh, it runs on Flash. Yeah, it's terrible. It's horrible. It's filled with bugs. <laughs> fine. It's like, oh, it's an Electron? Yeah, no, it's it's going to be terrible. Horrible. Buggy. Yeah. Speaking of terrible, horrible, and buggy, um, mm-hmm. have we looked at the Twitter algorithm?
1: I don't think we have. Oh.
3: No. Okay. We, so, we yeah, definitely last... didn't talk about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So last, last was it last week or whatnot, uh, Twitter open sourced its code for its algorithm in, in, you know, hardcore transparency mode or I don't know whatever Elon wants to call it. But there's been some ballyhoo and, and much memery around some of the things in there, including people searching for just searching for the, the word Elon in the code. Lots of stuff. Has anyone had a chance to look at this? I think I saw some of the
0: news. Is this where they revealed that you can pay to have your like tweets seen more too? Or is that a whole nother thing?
3: I think that's a whole nother thing because that was that always a- pretty well known. Oh, okay.
0: well, I had no clue. But also, I'm very uh, low key Twitter user, more of just a Twitter stalker than anything else. But <laughs> well, gotcha.
6: I remember when I first got into cybersecurity, I loved the, the Twitter community for cybersecurity. It was wonderful. And then as time went on and it it just got bad. And now, you know, I avoid Twitter to preserve my mental health.
3: Well, I mean, that's probably a, a, a good call because, yeah, no, it's it's uh, I, I can't I mentioned this on the pre-show banter. I'm still on Twitter a lot. It's still like the platform when I'm like sitting there going, um, let me see what's going on in the news. I still go there like I've been trained to go there, if you will. And now it, now I know it's heroin. You know, it's like, I know this is terrible for me, but I just got to you know I just, just let me see what's going on. <laughs> I don't know how
0: many times that I've uh, I've written out like a comment to comment back and just like no, you know uh, what? I don't need to enter this conversation. I read it already. Peace out. I don't need to engage. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, that was fun. (laughs) Uh, What? Well, what other did you? How? How deep did you go into it, Ian? I, I was I was looking around through it, and it's just it's funny. There's like an epoch moment where where Elon takes over, and like all the comments are like elon wanted this elon requested this there's one like line where it's like this is code elon wrote in the comments it's like why why what is it's this like billionaire baby got a toy and everyone's like oh yeah he's gonna he's gonna do now he doesn't know what he's talking about now it's fine and like some (laughs) of the and then also some of the weightings are hysterical like the the some of the variables that they look for and things to try and balance stuff is so ham-fisted it's ridiculous like if democrats if republicans if whatever i'm like wow okay is is that really working is that the (sighs) best most nuanced filter you can come up with because come on this gets me thinking about like what facebook's
0: algorithm would look like in the background as well right like most of i wonder how different it is because i always felt facebook was like huge on creating just Turmoil, I guess, is the best word I can think of, or at least uh, trying to drum people up. Do you think Twitter is the same way? Because uh, honestly, my Twitter feed, all it is is like high people who who produce threat intelligence at a very high amount. Or at least if someone starts going off on random tangents about personal stuff, I just unfollow them. And I'm like, I don't need that type of stuff. Just go straight to the people doing cybersecurity. Oh so I have no clue.
3: Yeah, I, I got I got a little too deep into in, into the Twitters. I got hooked and uh now it's hard to quit i need like a twitter down or something i don't uh <laughs> what else do people like in here well
1: what about that weren't we gonna talk Let's... about some opsec
3: we should talk about some opsec because there are oh yeah the opsec do you want to talk about there in the hoodie what happens when you have your dad's
0: stories. example <clears throat> breach forms one oh yeah yeah
1: yes
3: very good yeah so breach the person who had breach forums they got uh they got themselves a, a real bad case of uh, handcuffs on the wrists, and uh, it was all OPSEC. Who wants to talk about that story? I'll, I'll, I'll grab it. So what, what do we uh, know so about the OPSEC?
0: Pretty much the everyone... <laughs> I hate it when you throw me up. Throw up the news article, Ryan. <laughs> I don't need to see myself. It makes me nervous. So pretty much a breach forums was taken down, I want to say, a week ago, and come to find out it's a 20-year-old kid, well, kid, a 20-year-old person that ran the entire forum, they found out and pretty much FBI tracked back leaked data in raid and the raid forums, as well as using uh, ISP data to trace him and verify pretty much his username and then found emails and all the way back. The one thing I thought that was kind of interesting, he's only getting around, they expect him to only get five years. Um, I also didn't think he would be this young, 20 years old and running one of the top forums, right? That's pretty cool. But <laughs> I guess I guess it's not so great to look back on a, while you're in prison, but I thought it was something to uh, throw on a resume at one point.
3: Well, some of the really interesting things that, that came out of the story, and it's, it's in this news article that we linked, was how bad the OPSEC was. And there was a, at one point... Fitzpatrick, the person who's accused of this, had seen that a data breach at Have I Been Pwned didn't include their email address and then went on like a rant about it because they're like, no, we know that our name should be inside of there. And that's part of what they used to link it back to him because he had like Connor Fitzpatrick 02 at gmail.com and then Connor Fitzpatrick 2002 in Gmail, which is the year of his birth uh you know it's 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 crazy like how you have to wonder if part of it was being 20 they just didn't have the perspective to know that 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 these are things that will land you in the who i i
0: I remember allegedly when i was 20 and the internet was still I would say in a darker place, and you could still obtain almost anything. Well, you still can, but downloading right, I took no precautions allegedly about grabbing yeah. stuff off the internet and just doing crazy and wild stuff, not really thinking about it. But I couldn't imagine. Uh, I, well, this dude running a raid farm, he probably should have known. If you actually ever went on this forum. I'm not saying I did, but one of the first posts is about how to make sure your connection secure while connecting to raid forums, which is, uh, or not raid forms, sorry, breach forms, which is pretty funny that he himself didn't always use this. One other thing I thought that was interesting to, to say is how long Verizon had this metadata. Uh, like I wasn't expecting to go all the way back to 2018 and grabbing IP addresses and knowing which customer had it. And, uh, possibly where they went so that's pretty crazy
3: at least that is, my part, yeah. that part that's what was that one two, three, that's four, at least four years five years. i wonder if they're doing yeah. like sarbanes oxley thing we'll just we'll just hold on to it for seven years like maybe that's all we should count on like <laughs> seven years then it's gone that suck so kids don't don't use your personal email when running a forum filled with breach data that's your cybersecurity tip of the day
0: what would you suggest? What email provider? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> just for just just curious, what just you for know?
0: security, what? you know, tails, uh, and just a uh, proton mail, you know, they just let you do crazy stuff. That's uh, just throw it out there if you ever want to look at things that you probably shouldn't be,
3: but yeah, and then you can be like Cameron, you can go, you do it at McDonald's and and get locked in the McDonald's while right
1: now <laughs> happens to all of us at some point.
3: Oh, okay. Did we lose weight Wait, oh, wait, there we are. Am I God? Am I lagging? You are. You I'm are seriously pixelated. You are You are, are, you are, la- you are worse than gone oh, you're, you're worse oh, than me. Oh, 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 no.
6: Lots worse than yeah. me. That's saying
3: something. The restrict act
2: got Wade. It's-
6: oh no! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everyone's internet. We're is replacing gone. Wade with Chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> wade
4: gpt did somebody implemented re- the I'm, wade and small amounts filter
0: <laughs> i'm shutting down i'm shutting down stuff on the network all right i'll be right back gotta go reboot
3: the internet
6: i'm curious about this article about yeah. a uh, a hacker that returned money returned
3: did anyone I, see that I yeah one. It, which
6: it, article is that everything else hacker agrees to return 197 million stolen from Euler finance
4: Oh, that's like a common thing in crypto. If we had Corey here, he could go into that one.
3: Oh, uh, okay. Ninety-seven.
4: What? What? Typically, I can kind of summarize. Hence, uh, uh, or for being also on the CoinSec podcast or, or helping to run that, to summarize what happens there is: is somebody finds a way to hack some sort of crypto thing, they steal all the money, then they get caught and they try to say oh i was just i was just pen testing your crypto or something you know if you give me five hundred thousand dollars i'll give it i'll give you everything all back to you kind of thing it's it's a it's a very weird behavior that uh, people are doing
0: gray hat am i am i better now (laughs) you're back yes Yes. okay So, so i from what i understood it's they hack them to take all their money and then what the cryptocurrency, whoever the owners do is they go, Hey, all right, just give us back the money. You can have this huge bounty and then it's yes, legal and we yep. won't go after you. Right. So a little bit of the same thing. Wow. And that's exactly what I would imagine happened here. And lucky for them, they got a good amount of the money back. But how much, how much, much was the bounty? Yeah. How much, how much did they
3: get? I'm always interested in side gigs now. I'm kidding. No. How much? They <laughs> <have>? <laughs> how much? How much is it to buy half of Costa Rica? No. It uh... was a
6: $1 million reward for any information leading to the arrest of the hacker, but that's not But they actually paid the guy.
3: But what did they claw back? It was hacked for $197 million. 90% of the funds were returned.
6: Were not returned was within the- 24 hours. Oh,
3: so- so they didn't give him back the money? let's take a look here
6: oh they issued an ultimatum that if 90 percent of the funds were not returned within 24 hours Euler finance would launch a $1 reward for information leading to to their arrest and returns of all funds i wonder let's if the way see... we're supposed to interpret this is uh,
3: that 19.7 that was a 19.7 million dollar payout was is it? Is that, is that, am I reading that right? That if it was 197 There's a There's an on chain
4: message where the hacker has no intention of keeping the stolen funds. Interesting.
3: Well, I mean, I write anything,
4: you know? So, yeah, the, the <laughs> so two people that would, two people me. that could answer this are not here
3: today. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I was I curious. That, I have no intention of keeping the funds. It's, it's almost like when you ask, when you like get a temperature check on a question, like you're, you know, uh, you're, you're, I don't know you're i, I want to the, the the example i want to give is not appropriate uh but you, you're asking <laughs> not <laughs> safe for work <laughs> right yeah, exactly you're asking <laughs> no I'm, I'm just playing and unless unless you want to talk about it then we could talk about it <laughs> it's like
0: when i ask mom, like, I tell my wife my, my, when i tell my wife it'd be really cool if we went and got ice cream to try to see if she really if she wants to go get ice cream. And then she's like, no, you know what? No, an ice cream doesn't sound like, ah, no, no, I really yeah, meant right. let's go get ice cream.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. My, mine, mine, mine. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. a better example. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to talk about this um, fake KFC franchise? Yes.
0: I'll let uh, you talk about it, it since I keep lagging out. <laughs> uh,
1: you would think that I have read it.
0: it's it's straight straight to the point i'll give you that it's like straight uh some some fishing some pretty much uh criminals were pretending to be able to franchise kfc's out in india and they stole a bunch of money that's about it but i just thought it was pretty funny that this was a thing one of the guys i think got hit for one hundred fifteen thousand, which is a lot of money so Okay. You don't hear about, I don't know, the cyber crimes in India go hand in hand, right? Isn't it <laughs> like at least at this level of type of cyber crime? So it's not a huge surprise, but KFC must be really popping. Maybe like this is an advertisement to get KFC in India.
3: Is it already there? Can can chat check if KFC is already in India for me? I, know, I, so I was over <laughs> in India in like... 2010 and mcdonald's was definitely there and uh, a bunch of others because the the one like really bad american habit i have is that if there is a mcdonald's in in whatever country i mean i like to go there not because i like mcdonald's but i like to see how they localized oh yeah the the thing so like in india when i went to the mcdonald's they had something that I, i wish they had here it was so good it was called the um chicken Maharaja mac and it was basically uh it was well it's just called the Maharaja mac but it was like a big mac slightly different seasoning but it was chicken instead of beef and it was delicious they don't sell it here but it's always interesting to see because mcdonald's is really good about going into a market and not saying this is a big mac and you'll like it they go (laughs) and they're like this is a big mac but how would you like us to make it Royale with cheese, right? Like, <laughs> exactly, like Royale with cheese and that kind
2: of stuff. So it wouldn't surprise me if KFC was already over there. I just can't remember if, if it, or not. If KFC wasn't, would that mean that they were too chicken to go into that country? Ah,
7: <gasps> oh, no. uh,
2: oh, I love it. No, to, to mirror you, I've
0: tried every country that I went to. I've tried McDonald's as well, and I'm gonna tell you this: the chicken nuggets in the UK do not taste as nearly as good as the chicken oh. nuggets in the United States. No. Not a thing as well it as would, the philippines you would, think. would I think that's
5: cool. about food in uk in general
0: right ah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
6: the last time i was in the U- last couple of times i was in the uk i loved the pub grub there i mean it was oh, awesome ah. Good. yeah agreed like come on I, you can't find a sticky toffee pudding in the u.s that comes anywhere near to what you can get in the uk
0: yeah, yeah but beans be on like, toast? toast? Like, right. like, what the heck? Like, come on. Like, who who put yeah, beans I, on toast? I kind of
3: have to defend that. <laughs> I, 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 my, I was raised in a very English household. My grandmother was a war bride. So all that food, I'm like, oh, beans on toast, that sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when, when I was in the UK, though, uh, same kind of thing. The pub grub was amazing. And when my wife and I got married, it was a, we got married in Scotland. And they see these two Americans, and they're like, and, and we're, we're I was turning in my, I like rented a, a tux and a kilt over there to get married. and I was turning it back in. And we're like, oh, we're hungry. What do y'all like to eat? Looking for local recommendations. And only later did we realize they were like, what will the Americans eat? Do we sell garbage around here? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so they recommended this pizza place. And we're like, all right, if, if the locals like this pizza place, we'll try it. Oh, it was so bad. It was so oh. bad, like 50 bucks pizza. And then we walked by this pub that was like $5 for shepherd's pie that looks like oh, yeah. from heaven. And we're like, but I said, oh, uh, no, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to point out something in this story. And I, I don't, I don't want, I want to be very careful how I say it because I don't want to sound just completely like some, some, some ignorant, like backwoods. I know of Hyderabad. Is it really the cyberabad police? Like, look at that! Twitter. Is that is that a real thing or is that like I don't? Is that what that, they call it? Yeah! Wow, I,
0: that's a good. That was a
3: good catch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I know of Hyderabad, and I, I've been I've been to a, a couple major cities in in India. I'm familiar with that one, but but is that like a does Does anyone can anyone in the comments tell us that's maybe from India or or is more familiar with that? Is that what they call their police force that handles cyber stuff? I, I don't know. But
4: I, I can't I can't zoom in enough. But it does say s- the same word, Cyberabad, yeah. right there on the on the oh, white paper. I, <laughs> I was I'm wondering so what so you're fine. zooming in on. <laughs>
7: We're
6: <about to> <laughs> they've got a they've got a .gov.in domain. Is, Is my, their logo yeah. cool? Cyberabad
3: yeah, uh, uh, we
0: do need it. We need a cyber a bad T-shirt. Yeah, cyber no, I bad. want the
3: official <laughs> shirt. Like, I want it with the logo and the whole thing. Like, cyber a bad, cyber a real bad. Like that. Um, that's amazing.
2: I didn't. Am know I that. also the only one that caught that they said their cyber crime wing went ahead and busted up this KFC ah! problem? Oh,
7: yeah, you're definitely. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh,
5: is giving like MySpace era just some of the graphics that they have i'm like i'm pretty sure i have these on my myspace profiles
3: (laughs) reminds me of the uh the one meme where it's like uh what is it it's like he's uh, announcing he's like are no longer friends this is my best friend it's all word art and everything awesome (laughs) now i got now now i'm now i'm obsessed with the cyber police okay and i i want to know i do not want to make fun of this if this is a a regional thing and someone can can Say like no, this is very normal, and that I need to get educated. But just on the face of it, it's hysterical. <laughs> um, at least from, from our or my perspective, I should say. Oh wow, yeah, no, this website is choice. Um, <laughs> oh, and they've right dead center. They got the hacker in the hoodie. Oh, um, mm, that's beautiful. I want to go now. I need to go to it. No, I love it. Look at that. No, they could have a better logo. You got, yeah, you got to oh, you gotta go to the web page. Yeah, the they web- need a better logo. They need, oh, like... They you know,
5: Doge on Twitter. <gasps> I haven't seen that yet. I saw tweets about it. I'm like, I don't see that. Uh, okay, this is scary. I yeah.
6: know oh, exactly what ph- Photoshop filters they use to make that right. lovely beveling. <laughs> Again, I'm uh, not
3: trying to make fun of whatever, but, like, some of this, Yeah, like, you've got the little blinking new next to that. It is... It's like someone took the old Geocities it's code. It's timed like, capsule. Do it. Hey, you know what? Good for them. They they caught They caught people doing bad stuff. That's cool. But anytime I see stories like this, I think to myself, what am I doing with my life? I could be selling fake KFC. Oh, <laughs> right. Like one good KFC score. <laughs> you're brother. set. Like, you're good. You're
0: good. I've thought about that too much, to tell you the truth, yeah. but I won't allegedly.
3: <laughs> right, boss. Oh, you, you, wait. You and I, we're going to sell Fazoli's into Russia. What we're doing? <laughs> I got to figure out what Fazoli's is first. <laughs> <laughs> it was this old, uh, I, the reason it's on my mind is I, I was driving to B, uh, to B side Tampa and I drove by a Fazoli's in Tampa. And for those that don't know, it's like, it was like a, a fast food Italian restaurant. Um, oh, okay. So you could get like spaghetti and this and that, but it was, it was fast food. It was that level of quality and kind of, you know, you get a tray and you sit down and that kind of thing. But I drove by, I'm like, and I, I rented a van and I'm like, did I rent a time machine? <laughs> so,
6: like There's like nothing. a mashup of uh McDonald's and Olive Garden is that what Fazoli's yeah.
3: was? Yeah, that's actually a really good. Kind of yeah, it's 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 Olive Garden style food but in plastic trays and whatnot. Yeah. Wow, and we could do it. Let's do it. But, this is gonna be a bad time to say I don't like spaghetti. That's why you <laughs> sell it. You don't have to like it. You just gotta sell it. All right, we're we're at five thirty. Is there any other stories that we need to dive into real quick that we that we that we ran right past?
6: Are we, do we want to talk about meta forcing eu users to opt out of data collection i don't i didn't what
3: i didn't think they could do that
6: Uh that's yeah, but, what they want to do
3: okay so so, so say more what, what's going on
6: well from what i'm reading last or starting next wednesday uh people in the eu will have to or they're going to be able to opt out but it seems oh, okay. the way the headline read, it was that they were going to f- force them to. But it sounds like they're finally getting around to complying with GDPR and allowing the opt out. And that's that's one of the things uh, CCPA CPA and GDPR. One of the biggest things about those two sets of legislation that impressed me the most and that I think is is so important is one, the ability to opt out, but also two. The ability to to say, I want you to forget about me. It's that right to be forgotten. And that's something in in GDPR and CCPA that exists. And that's one of the reasons why the two get compared a lot. So if if Facebook is finally allowing, excuse me, if Meta is finally allowing EU citizens to opt out of this highly personalized ad business, that's a big step because mm-hmm. they've been dragging their feet on compliance forever ever since gdpr was passed
3: that's true yeah no that is interesting i guess the thing that concerns me most about that is 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 facebook and some of these companies so big that they're just like yeah we can waste a hundred million dollars figuring out how hard they want to fight this i think the answer is yes May well night. the flip
6: side of it the flip side of it too though is that they're allowing people to apply to opt out so <laughs> again the onus is on the end user to protect themselves, and there's it's so they're opted in by default. And how many users ever go into the settings anyway?
3: Nah, no. So and, that's and that's what, a
6: downside of it. Progress, yeah. but it could be better.
3: Yeah,
2: and you what you I'm reading in here is that uh, yeah, is it you got to fill out a form that Meta will evaluate before it will approve any opt-outs. So it's not even that you can opt out. You have to go ahead and put in an objection form saying, "I don't want my data collected," and then it'll take a look at it and say, "Well, yeah, we don't want to. We're, we're not approving this one," and go on to the next. I want to put so, in, I want
3: to put into the form like, "I approve collection as long as Mark Zuckerberg has to read all of my posts." Like if I had a that he had to read all of my posts, you'd have everything you want.
6: <laughs> well. Wow. So basically, they're they're. Pretending that they're complying when, when actually they're just going about business as usual.
3: Nice. So for so I think I think this is a great answer here. So uh I don't know how you say your handle there. CSEC CEISC in the comments there. Four percent or twenty million euro if it's got sensitive data. Otherwise two percent, ten million euro. uh If those are the are those the maximums or the minimums? Because if those are if those are maximums that's just cost of doing business for facebook it's no wonder they're just pushing buttons to see what works i said we were going to end on a dower note does someone got a skateboarding <laughs> dog or something that we can look
6: at oh, my I dog's know. napping i'm not going to wake him up he's comfy he's old
2: it'd be 20 million or 4 percent of a firm's annual revenue whichever is higher so in facebook's higher. case it would be the four percent as opposed to yeah. the 20 million euro Well, you know, they've got that scaled somehow. So it's like,
3: no, that came out of this division of this subsidiary of whatever. That's an Irish tax holding company. And they only make about a a buck 72. So someone say something positive so we can end this. (laughs) Something positive. All
6: right. Something positive.
3: All right. So we've said something. Go forth and do good things. Go forth and do good things, folks. go. Go forth and do good things. Or if you're one of those folks. That ends up in the news story we might talk about it here but that's only if chat gpt doesn't take us over first mm-hmm. and decide to uh to to do the news for us maybe and like if that you're a worried bit.
6: about chat gpt taking things over find something warm and fuzzy and give it a hug and you'll feel much better
3: mm-hmm. 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 excellent ryan take us out before we we depress ourselves <laughs> okay, <Again. laughs> okay.